You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. I feel embarrassed talking about Kingston Biscuits in front of one of the greatest cricket journalists to ever live. Mm. Uh, He's joining us now on Sports Day. We refer to him as the first, the number one journalist in world cricket, Crash Craddock, joining us now for the Koori Mail on Sports Day. G'day, Crash. Uh, g'day, Jason. Scott, gosh, I thought you must have had another guest on, mate. I was thinking, I wonder who they've got on. This guy would be worth listening to. Now, Crash, before we get into cricket, and there's plenty going on, you'd just be, you'd be champing at the bit at the moment with cricket. Are you still biting those fingernails of yours? <laughs> yes. If you could see them now, Sats, yes. Barely uh, at age 60, mate, there's not much left of me. You know, on top of my head. The only growth is the hair in my ears, mate. You know, that's how I'm going. That's how bad I'm doing, mate. Yeah. I look forward to getting hair in my ears. That's the only place I haven't got it coming out of at the moment, Crash. Um, Geez, I tell you what, it's been a a massive week uh, for Australian sport, particularly around sponsorship. We had the, of course, the Diamonds netball team, the Australian team, players coming out with regards to Gina Reinhart's support of, mm. of that side, mm. not just re- regarding comments by disgusting comments by a father back in 1984, but the fact that it's a mining company uh, and it goes against their moral beliefs. We've now uh, Pat Cummins is is being quite vocal on his thoughts on climate change. Alinta Energy mm. have now decided to withdraw their sponsorship from Cricket Australia and put it into another area, and and they're saying it's got nothing to do with Pat's comments, and we we have to we have to believe that. But this afternoon. Um, Crash, Adam Zampa has said uh, he supports his skipper, Pat Cummins, on climate change. He said, I think there's going to be a collaborative approach between the players and Cricket Australia and sponsors, but that's probably all I can really comment. Crash, are we at the stage now where the players are going back to having too much power and really we've got to get the players' approval perhaps to see who sponsors the cricket team moving forward? Yeah, look, it's a great question, Jason, and it's one that uh, I constantly ponder. And uh, you must remember, though, that players have to wear it. They have to they have to uh, wear the sponsors' logos. So it's tacit endorsement of, of everything, isn't it? If you put someone's gear on, and for, for, for decades, I feel that there's been times when clubs have just proceeded with sponsorship deals without worrying who it might offend. So. There is a, a sweet spot in the middle, and it's very hard to find. It really is. But, you know, how far do you go with sponsorship? I mean, KFC sponsor the Big Bash. You know, that's a uh, you know a takeaway food outlet in a country concerned about obesity, selling it to kids. And, and you know, that's they, they're very generous and good sponsors, but, you know, I've had people ring me up and complain about that. And, and I get that. I, I get the whole narrative of having betting companies uh, sponsor a lot of things and so where does it end that's the thing because so often jason the companies with the money are the ones with uh, you know you can quite often have the, you know the, the the moral challenges let's just put it that way mm. 
Now, Crash, with what's been you know, been portrayed in the media over the last 24 hours, and everyone's got an opinion, 95% of Australian cricket fans and sporting fans think this is absolutely ridiculous, but it's obviously the way of the world now. And the pool of commercial partners and sponsors is so small in Australia when it comes to sponsoring sport. How do they navigate their way through this, Cricket Australia? Well, it's... I think Cricket Australia will be fine because they're a, they're a big sport and a national sport, and they'll get through. It's the, it's the smaller sports like netball, who if Gina Reinhardt withdrew her $14 million endorsement of them, who, who fills that breach? Mm. You tell me. And, and netballers I've spoken to have said that, you know, the team is, is sort of 50-50 on Like, that, they... Don't, they went out in sympathy with the teammate who felt awkward about the comments of Gina Reinhardt's father, and then they never sort of thought it'd be the issue it was. Well, but you know, and and you can't take the stand and then take the money, can you? Really, if, if you're true to yourself, you can't sort of say we don't want your name in our uniforms, but we'll keep the 14 million. Thanks very much. So, look, it, it's very tricky ground. It, it really, really is, and I think this story will get bigger before it gets smaller. Will there be some sports you think crash if they take this angle that they become a poison chalice to some commercial um, partners where they said, listen, we just yeah, need to stay away. Let's go look at a sport where we're not going to get so many negative headlines. Well, let's put it this way, Scott. I understand that there are people at Linter Energy who are really disappointed in the Australian cricket team uh, because they said, gosh, we jumped on board with you and stuck with you after Sandpaper Gate when many sponsors wouldn't. We stuck with you through COVID when many sponsors wouldn't. So, you know, they, they were very loyal to Cricket Australia. So they're having their brand. Oh, wait, I'm not saying trashed. I'm saying tarnished and smudged. And, and you can do without that when you put as much into the game as what they have. I, I kind of feel sorry for the sponsors in this sense. I mean, Gina Reinhart. Uh, absolutely, who's given, I think, crashed something like over $300 million towards Australian sport and has never asked for anything in return. And I, I, I kind of go, geez, I think it's a bit tough. And, and same with the Linda Energy. I, I can't see I can't see what they've done wrong. So I'm kind of almost taking the, no, the, the no. side of the sponsor in, in both of these circumstances. Yeah, it, it... It's a very good point, Jason. It's a very, very good point you make. And, and I think, you know, like, as I said in the story today, one one sport's princess is another's pariah, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, swimming, and I, I covered the... Uh, I was at the parents' get-together at, at Noosa when the Australian team was in Tokyo. The swimming parents all got together at a hotel in Noosa and I stayed up there for five nights. Gina Reinhardt was there for five nights. She mixed really comfortably with her parents. There was no ego. If you just said, who's Gina Reinhardt in here and you didn't know her face, there was nothing that said she was a famous person in that room. She was just mixing and mingling, as likely to talk to the battlers as a really well-known parent. So she, she, and as you said, it's a very good point, Jason. She asked for nothing back. So, but I do think this, I do think this. I think moving forward, I'll be interested to see whether at some stage she comments on and distances herself from her father's remarks. I think that'd be, she doesn't have to do that, but I think 
it would help the situation in the future. Like why she says nothing. It's sort of, I'm not saying it's tacit endorsement of those horrendous marks he made, but it would certainly help if she sort of said, look, those remarks were made by my father and I had nothing to do with them and I, I love Indigenous sport and boom, boom, boom. That's probably all it needs. Yeah, 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 true. That's well, well said, Crash. Let's move ahead to the cricket. How good is Saturday going to be? SCG, full house, old foes, the Aussies and the Kiwis doing battle in their first T20 matches of the World Cup. Yeah, Australia's normally got New Zealand's number in big games. It's funny, this big big brother, little brother thing surfaces. And, uh, you know, I, I think it'll surface again if the weather permits. Um, New Zealand can beat pretty much anyone else, but they do struggle against Australia. The big moment for me by a thousand miles is when Trent Bolt, that mesmeric New Zealand left armour, takes the new ball and he said, right, I'm going to, swing and in swing it into Aaron Finch's pads. Three of them in a row he'll get, and I'm going to try and get him LBW. Does Finch have the batting technique at the moment to cope with those late-swinging, pad-seeking missiles? <laughs> hey, Crash, uh, with all what's been happening over the last 24 hours with the, the sponsorship of Quick Cricket Australia, it's probably taken a fair bit of the focus away of how poorly they've been playing in the lead-up to their first game in the World Cup. Do you, are you concerned about their form mm. leading into the World Cup, or do you think they're comfortable where they are and they've just been experimenting? Yeah. Yeah, a bit of both, Sats. One thing I will say is I'm not sure you want to be too perfect too early, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, It's a bit like the kangaroos. You, 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 want, you want that feeling that your side is refining itself. Now, there's not too many moving parts in the Australian cricket team. Steve Smith all played minimal role in the tournament, I think. He's been squeezed out by Tim David. And yeah, there'll be little changes. Um, they, they've lost three games relatively narrowly, uh, including a trial game. I, I, I like the feel of their team. I do. They're a very, very old team. You know, like, goodness me, I think the baby of the team's Tim David. Is it at 27? Who else have we got that's younger than him? I'll have to think. No, I can't think. When they won the World Cup last year, incredibly, the youngest player in the team was Pat Cummins. Yeah, that's incredible, yeah. isn't it? Now, um, how will the Cricket Australia, do you think, or how have they reacted to Aaron Finch saying that he thinks the players may be tired when you're leading into a World Cup crash? <laughs> Extraordinary statement, wasn't it? And not just... Uh, leading into World Cup sats, but this is October. Mm. You, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's like saying that a rugby league player is tied in March. You know, um, but uh, one thing I will say is uh, that was referring to Glenn Maxwell and some of these players, and they're they're pretty much citizens of the world these days. And seasons don't really matter; they just go from T Twenty tournament to another, and and um, so you never quite know where a guy's head in head is. I know they're worried about Maxwell. They just feel he's gone off the boil. Um, you know, I, I just he hit a few reasonable shots at the Gabba the other day, but where's his head? It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Hey, Crash, before we let you go, uh, the ODI captaincy, um, uh, Cummins has put his hand up for it, concerning that there is a lack of leadership on offer uh, in the ODI team. I, I guess the standout for me is Dave Warner, why didn't Cricket Australia, four years on from Sandpaper Gate, why didn't they consider him to be the ODI captain? 
because they haven't changed their code of conduct, which allows him to appeal against his life sentence, have a hearing with them where he pleads that he is now an improved person. So I felt it was a pretty token gesture. You know, like uh, they rushed, I think, the Cummins appointment through mainly because the Warner thing was bubbling up and sort of bubbling out of control. It was There was so little happening elsewhere that it was the main story in cricket day after day. So I think they thought, let's jump on this. Let's appoint Cummins. They will lift the Warner ban, I think, uh, in the next month or so. But what's he got to aim for? Not much. Mm. The prize he wanted is gone now. Uh, Cummins is a pretty good decision, I think. He'll be they'll captain by committee. Steve Smith will rally around him. And indeed, we'll warn up. But I do know this, David Warner is very upset about it. So interesting times ahead. Radio uh, Crash, we love chatting to you all the time. As we say, you are the number one cricket journalist on Sports Day uh, and in Australia. Uh, mate, we appreciate your time. And thanks again for joining us on Sports Day. No, thanks for having me on, guys. Always enjoy it. Thanks Thank a lot. Yeah. See you, Seth. See you, Jason. See Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.